All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake here. Jake, what are we doing today? Uh, today we're doing, looks like we're trying to figure out how our presentation tools work. Yes, I was on the wrong side. There all we right. Go. We're doing Torah Apologetics. All right. Like. So why are we doing the Torah Apologetics? Well, we just find that, uh, you know, when you're talking to people, uh, it's nice to kind of have a a format to talk to people with just because, you know, have a, have a word, have an answer for the questions that people bring up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of the point of this, I think is to kind of give people some tools based on, you know, we've had a lot of experience just talking to people and, you know, ruining it. So, mm-hmm. you know, learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. That's a good point. So we're going to talk about the Sabbath today. And um, so, you know, we're going to talk about what day is the Lord's Day. Right. So have you heard that before? People saying it's the Lord's Day. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, it's, it's, the Sabbath gets a little fuzzy because part of Christianity will say, well, uh, the Sunday we're keeping is the Sabbath. And then another part of Christianity will say, well, no, that's not the Sabbath. That's the Lord's day we're keeping. Mm-hmm. So it's even in Christianity, they're not clear what they're doing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll say, don't they say something about it? It's, um, the sa- Jesus is our Sabbath. He's uh-huh, our rest. Right. I've heard that too. So maybe there's that a third, third thing. Maybe. Know. So it's like, you never have to look again. That's right. So it, it can be confusing. So hopefully we can give you some things. So we wanted to start with where does it come from? So where does this term uh, Lord? And so when people say Lord's Day, do they know what they're saying? First off, do you think? Well, I know I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this could go into an apologetics just on the, you know, sacred name or name, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. The whole name thing. Uh, so but- what did Lord mean? Yeah, typically we look at it and we think, oh, those crazy English King Jimmy and his mm-hmm. lords and ladies. The lords and the ladies. But uh, really, if you do some searching, even near BLB, and here we have a, a the renowned Wikipedia source here, mm-hmm. where it talks about how Baal is this word lord, which is a little, uh, when I saw that, it was a little... Uh, Jarring. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, that's insane!" I never, I never would have thought that. And also used with solar cults, yes, and different deities, fertility, all right. kinds of stuff. So, and then it goes on in the Bible of Canaanite deity, um, and was the ruler of heaven as well as the god of the sun, the rain, the thunder, fertility, and agriculture. And that's from New World Encyclopedia. And we even found sometimes it could be used chief god El Asherah. Yeah. So whenever you're talking about Baal worship, and I think, you know, Christianity is all on the same page with Baal worship is a bad thing uh, and who Baal is and all this stuff. But uh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be just quite the ploy to slip into your Bible you know, this word Lord. So now this whole time you're given this, this, uh, this glory, if you will, Mm. 
to Baal instead of Yahweh, because really it says Yahweh in there. Mm-hmm. But we've changed it to make it say Baal, basically. Mm-hmm. So now, which which deity are you are you praying to now? You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the deal with Baal and Lord and the Lord's Day and this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It gets real. Oh, and you could argue that it's a, it was a title, even. Yes. You know, and um, you know, so growing up, I guess you could you could have not called your father dad or you could have called him the father yeah or you know some some something like that and right most of us didn't grow up like that but some people did like i mean i know people i heard people say that right yes (laughs) maybe like that that was good so the kids my kids like when i say it that way So other deities. So name some deities here that also could be the sun god. Uh, well, yeah. So basically these are all just different names of the same gods, right? So you got the Ra that everyone's familiar with. And and I, I really don't like to say the names because oh, okay, he tells, yeah. Yeah, because he he tells us. Don't say, so don't, let's not say any more. Don't let the just names of them be on your tongue, That's right? right. So we repent them. from saying these words. And so, I mean, yeah, even but there the is, word we keep saying here because because he this is in the text. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's so, it's yeah. kind of a well, you know, biblical belief is this belief of paradoxes. There's, right. It's a yes and no. It's mm-hmm. both. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's don't go say in their names. But this is their name, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's yeah. the point is don't be bringing glory to them, right? I think so. And but 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 it doesn't take many Google searches, and you can find that there's strong connections between these. And we're not just making this up, but but check it out. Right. right. That's what we want you to do is look these things up, because the internet exists, people, and you just have to search it, yeah. and you'll find it. Yeah. So and that came from History Cooperative. And so when we look at the days of the week, um, so each of these days is connected to, you know, another little G God. And so there they are. So if you've never seen that or thought about that, here's an example laying it out. And that's right. from Lexikia. Yeah. And there's, uh, yeah, every one of the days. Yeah. Think of it in, uh, what, what are the days in Spanish, right? It's. Saturday's Sabado, right? Sabado. So it, they kept it. They kept mm-hmm. it as the Sabbath, Latin, basically. The Latin kept it, yeah. So, um, yeah, so all these days when when they were changed were changed to mimic and keep, bring glory to false gods. Same with your months and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, I so in my personal life, I try not to say monday tuesday and stuff like that just because of this reason Mm -hmm. it's very hard to communicate with people and have them (laughs) understand what you're saying you know on the second day right and they don't i will go what that means but um but the point is like if i'm texting it to someone Mm. i'll like lowercase it Mm. unless it's important and it's like they gotta really gotta think i know what i'm talking about Mm. you know and then Mm -hmm. it's like well i don't want to make it look like yeah that's interesting Yeah, I hadn't thought about or that. Or I'll put it in quotations. Yeah. Like what what's yeah. commonly called or what the world calls. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and then here... Like Thirsty Thursday? Right. 
I think that's yeah. a different thing. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But another thing I find with the days of the week, and you kind of did it here, which is it's perfect. What day? What's the first day of the week, Matt? Sunday. Oh, so you got it here on the mm-hmm. seventh day yeah, here. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you look at calendars, they've started like your yeah, world calendar. That, they've yeah. started putting like Monday as the first day, mm-hmm. and now. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Is it a conspiracy? Maybe. <laughs> All right, so if the days of the week are named after pagan deities, can you say the names of the week are based in pagan ideology? So I think, yeah. I would I mean, think so. Looks like it. I think it used to just so. be first day, second day, third day, fourth day. Yeah. Fifth day, prep day, mm-hmm. Shabbat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So this interesting quote, um, Jake, you can say his name pretty well. From Yusubi, Eusebius, something like that. Yeah. So he basically, he, he worked for Constantine. And what did he say, Jake? He said, all things whatsoever that it was the duty to do on the Sabbath, the seventh day of the week, we, meaning Constantine and Eusebius and other bishops, have transferred to the Lord's Day, the first day of the week, as more appropriately belonging to it. So who changed it? Looks like this uh, Constantine character. Right. Yeah. And you see that, and it takes a very easy... Internet search, you can find the Catholic Church, you know, building up the fact that they are the ones that changed it because that shows their authority to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's even another one that talks about the mark of being Catholic is that you worship on Sunday. Hmm. So there's, that's a good good one to look up. Yeah. So, And like we said, look these things up. Don't just take our word for them. So if you look up uh, Mia Sabaton... Um, you, you know, we've seen this before as the first day of the week. Uh, we've got to let scripture interpret scripture. I'm going to put some links here to some deep rabbit holes that you can chase, but we're not going to go into all of that today, but we did want to take a look at first Corinthians 16. And will you read this? Now concerning the money to be collected for God's people in Jerusalem, I want you to do as I directed the churches in Galatia. Every Sunday, each of you should set aside some of your money and save it. Then money won't have to be collected when I come. Well, that's very good Paul verse. Thank Paul you. voice. So we're going to kind of break this down and see, you know, does it say what you think it says? So we, we, we used a tool called the Blue Letter Bible. And if you don't have that, it's a free app. You can search for it online. And, and so there's a little tab you click on for into interlinear mm-hmm. and uh, it breaks down the Greek on this. And so the Greek on this particular one says the first of the week and it breaks it down to high sabaton. And then you look up this high word, which is 1520 in the Strong's. And it says it can mean one, um, a other, some, and uh, and then sabaton is the Sabbath. So basically, my argument is if you insert any one of these words here into the text, it's either one Sabbath, a Sabbath, other Sabbath, some Sabbath. Right. So here they change, they make it say the first. Um, and you, yes, like Matt's saying, this can be a deep rabbit hole to get into. Uh, this being Torah apologetics, we're trying to stay kind of high level though. But the point is you can drill down into this and figure out what exactly is going on. You need to understand there's a difference between this 
word heis, that they're translating the first, and the word protos, which is often translated the first. And, and we found that it's confusing because sometimes, you know, they, they either either verse, either word is used. Yeah, they'll use them kind of interchangeably. You'll see down in the middle section, it says miscellaneous 18 times. Some of those miscellaneous mm-hmm. translations is first, like yeah. you're seeing here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we just encourage you to break break things down in the scripture that maybe, and look at them at the source and think about maybe in a different way with open mind and, not with the filter of things that you previously knew. Right. And and don't take our word for it. Go look this up. And we, we're just trying to give you some tools. So when you look at the pattern of scripture, we found that if you looked up first day of the week in the Blue Letter Bible, King James Version, it pulled up eight verses where first day of the week was mentioned, which, you know, eight verses, not bad. Mm-hmm. Seems like a fair amount. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you only need two or three witnesses That's right, right. to That's decide right. a matter. But when you look at the totality of this, yeah, you've got eight. And then so, Jake, we also looked up the term Sabbath in the blue letter. And how many times or how many verses does Sabbath occur just in the New Testament? It appears to show up 55 times in the New Testament. So 55, 55 verses. Times. So just, you know, so this is so we're just talking New Testament right now. So. 55 verses 8. So we're going to look at just quantity and body of evidence. So so, so the point here, if I may, yeah. uh, just to throw it, throw it to you to uh, kind of give maybe questions that might be coming from our audience. Mm-hmm. All right. So Matt, are you trying to say that perhaps they use the term Sabbath more often because it's more important? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking that, um, think about in... You know, is is your role maybe as a parent or if you work in a workplace and you're uh, in charge of some things, do you say some things repeatedly for emphasis? I do. Yes. Yes. I know that that's no, pretty no, common. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's a pretty common tool in, in our human walk um, to say something a lot if it's really important. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of evidence for that uh, in all kinds of ways. And I don't think we even have to go into it. Right. It's like obvious. Yeah, into scripture. I mean, he, he repeats himself a lot. Yeah. So then we looked at the entire entirety of the Bible, and we found it 116 times do you see the word Sabbath. So, so it's kind of interesting that we can build a whole theology on these eight verses versus all these others that you know 116 of iffy translation eight verses of iffy translation that yeah iffy that's kind of confusing yeah and so we're gonna build everything upon that so you know it does all the evidence points that yeshua observed it right and as well as the disciples disciples and the people after him in the immediate days so it wasn't like they just stopped doing it right Right, and you see, uh, I think it's 85 times in Acts alone, you see them keeping Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so, you know, Yeshua never changes the Sabbath. Um, he doesn't doesn't say anything about it, and don't you think he would have said something if he wanted us to change it? 
I would think so. Because it's the word tells us he is the word. The word made flesh. Right. What was the word to them? The Torah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, and so Sabbath is the mark. And so a lot of people talk these days about the mark, don't they? The mark yeah. of the beast has yeah. been a big talk of that's, the town. That's where all the talk is, is on this on the bad mark. Mm-hmm. Right. But no one ever talks about the good mark. Right. And so what's the good mark, Jake? Let's see what scripture says about it. Exodus thirty-one sixteen. Israelites must observe this day, talking about the Sabbath, of worshiping, celebrating it for generations to come as a permanent reminder of my promise. So two two times there, he's he's talking about this. Uh, he's talking about long into the future, maybe even forever. So he says, celebrating it for generations, and some some versions say throughout your generations, throughout all of your generations. So that's talking about a forever. That's a forever kind of wording, and then as a permanent reminder, right? And so that's another forever kind of lingo. And then let's go to the next verse. And he says, It will be a permanent sign between me and the Israelites because Yahweh made heaven and earth in six days. And on the seventh day, he stopped working and was refreshed. And so to me, this kind of solidifies. That's the mark that Yahweh sets on his people. And there's three points in there saying that it's everlasting. It's permanent. It's forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so the you know that's why we highlighted permanent because if you've never looked at that, maybe you should look at that and ask yourself: Does that mean forever, for right. all generations, all people, all places, all time? And then the whole another topic is: Are you an Israelite? And we did another teaching about what is a Jew in the Torah apologetics. Right. And so, if you don't know what that means, that's something you need to study out. And and we believe that we are all part of the Israelites because we are people who crossed over, not by birth, but because that's what we we chose to follow his ways. Right. And then there's uh, uh, just two more things on this quickly. Um, this, so um, I've heard the argument that um, while well, he, he rested on the seventh day when he created the heavens and the earth, uh, Yahweh rested on the seventh day because he was done, not that he was trying to, not that he was tired or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, this verse here is saying he was refreshed by mm-hmm. the resting. So do with that what you will. But he didn't just stop because he was done. He mm-hmm. stopped and was refreshed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're gonna, if you're gonna characterize it the way Scripture does. Mm-hmm. Well, and if we're gonna say we're made in His image and share characteristics that He has, it just makes sense. Yeah. So. Um, and look at that and there we go so this is uh, towards the end here of Torah apologetics and we talked about the Sabbath and uh, we hope that uh, it can help you and encourage you to continue to research it and study it on your own yep Uh, so this was yeah Uh, and I think we're probably we're thinking we'll probably do another one on this because there's a lot of there's more that you there's so much on the sabbath yeah so this is just seems like a good place to start and um you know if you're new to this uh we we appreciate you stopping by and we do have more to say on uh, torah related um 
issues uh, and we have a website uh, YouTube channel and all kinds of things you can find us if you just google us or they're they gonna find us they'll find it find it so uh, but anyway uh, do you have any last words there Jake um, nope all right nope. we'll save it for next time no <laughs> save it for next time all right well this is Matt and Jake signing off see ya